On this week's episode, we are doing our first ever Q&A. We are answering questions that you guys sent us on Insta and other places. So stick around. And welcome to Rare with Flair, the podcast where two best friends with the same rare disease are out here living our best lives. I'm your host, Casey. And I'm your host, Cassandra. Wow, girl, we have like, we've had a wild couple of weeks. I feel oh, like it's felt like forever since we last recorded. We're barely friends anymore um, because <laughs> it's not, we did not fight. <laughs> No, 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 no. We just have not been able to talk for a long time because Cass traveled and then I traveled right after it and just got home yesterday. And if my voice is, I just have to always point out if my voice is a little froggy and like I have a little cold. No, no, you've got like the sexy low voice. I know, I got that. (laughs) But I always, don't you always feel the need to point it out when your voice sounds different on a podcast so people won't be like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. But how were your travels? They were good. Um, I think the only place, yeah, the only place I went um, between the last recording and this one was I traveled for work. I went to Chicago and I got to do like real research for work. And it was really cool to be part of that and watch real researchers. And like for those who don't know, um, I'm an accessibility subject matter expert. Uh, I like consult on accessibility related matters. Um, not just cause I'm blind, but because I've worked in the field for some time actually. And it's really cool. And I like also I'm finishing up my master's degree oh. in user experience design. And I have learned that I really like, research meaning like it's kind of sociology based where like you just ask people about things they do and don't like and you kind of try to make their lives better it's fun i don't know (laughs) no it's awesome and you're i'm so i really am so impressed and i love that you got to go to chicago just because that's like such a cool place for work and i'm always i'm always so fascinated when you come back with your stories and User research is really interesting. It really is. And, like, again, shout out to Case, who for all of my grad school projects, actually, uh, there's a project I think I need you to be part of. Well, I was going to say, I was going to (laughs) say, I was going to say, speaking of which, I am available. Because I never replied. See, we haven't talked. And now we're literally catching up live on this podcast right now. I am available (laughs) to be a a research participant for you. Thank you so much. Okay. But tell us about your trip. I went to California. um, California. Uh, I also went for work, but also a little bit of play because I went a day early and went to Disneyland for the first time ever. Oh, my Um, gosh. Oh and gosh. as you know, that's pretty cool to do in general. But as like a Disney fan, that really was on my bucket list to why did I just say mm. it like bucket list? Um, bucket list. It, really, it really was like a high priority for me to at least go once because I've been to Disney World uh, quite a few times, but never land. And I've always wanted to. And the pandemic that's ruined so it last time I was supposed to. Um so that was great. And then, yeah, and then I did some work out there, too, and just got back yesterday. So 
I'm glad. Tell that us some of the highlights from the Disneyland. highlights. Oh, I you know I was telling Cass I really like the character interaction because at Disneyland they're walking around more and at um, in Disney so World they used to back back in my day when I, I was, remember those yeah, days. I remember those <laughs> days when they walked around. But now if you don't know you kind of have to more like go to a designated line to to meet uh, yeah. the characters in Disney World. So yeah, it was very charming in that way and just it's just cool to compare the two. The parks are very similar but different as well and it's cool to walk where Walt walked, you know. He never got to wow. go to go to Disney World. Um yeah. and so I got to see his apartment, which was above the fire oh, station. Oh, that's so cool. I mean, Wait, I didn't go. What? I didn't go in it. Oh no, I didn't. No, like, no, but like I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's right well, it's not on Main Street, but it's like right when you walk in where you know where the mm-hmm. town hall is, it's kind of around yeah. there. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So it's definitely a cool experience for sure. That's a blast. Anything any that. other any other life updates for you? You know what? I do want to say it's can you believe it's almost been a full year since we changed our tagline of the two best friends. And that leads me to the next thing I was going to say, which is that in between like after this episode has already come out, it will have been Casey's birthday, our very own co-host oh of this show, Casey Greer. It's true. Casey! Yay! <laughs> it's been a year since you visited. I, like, keep thinking about me that, too. and it makes me, me want too. to cry, cry. Because I want to do it again. I know. Now, it was literally, right now. It was literally perfect in every way. Yeah, it really was. It really was. It really was. Like, I like I think about watching Avatar with you. Oh just all the things. All the things Or, like, late did. night chats on your Late futon. night chats. Baking. We went to the cool uh, bookstore oh novel. Oh my gosh! It literally makes me the want to tea cry. time. Shut uh, up! Shut up! Even the party was so mm. my birthday party. Oh. oh, it was so great! I miss it. But we changed the tagline. Can you believe it's been a year though since we've been saying that new tagline? No. Do no, any like of not. Do any of you OGs remember what the? Does anybody remember what the old one was? Listening, let us know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm. I want to say it, but I don't because I know that it'll ruin my brain, and I will continue oh, yeah, don't, to say yeah. the old tagline. Don't say it. Just go back and and listen if you need to. Everybody, go, just yeah. Go back. Scroll back to anything scroll beyond back. last November. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, it's so special. Are you doing anything fun? Uh, I'm keeping it low key because last year I kind of went hard. It was a milestone birthday and this year is not. And I kind of like that there's not really any kind of high expectation. I'm just going to I'm hopefully going to go to my favorite bookstore. I'm going to celebrate with my family. My nephew and I basically share a birthday. He's the day after me. So we're going to. Oh, my gosh. I think of your family's party, too. And I I come to meet your grandma. I know. (laughs) Mama. Yes. So going to have a little family party. Going to go to my favorite bookstore. And that's pretty much all I want to do. Um, I think I think going to Disneyland was enough for me. I can rest for a while. I (laughs) that was my birthday present to myself. True. Um, True. So, you know. Are you going to have to travel anymore this year? No! Yay! I'm so, Even better gifts. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. 
I'm so happy about that. And not that I don't enjoy it. I actually do. But man, You've I'm been traveling so much. I'm though. just so excited to just be home for Christmas and the and Thanksgiving and the holidays. That's so, going to make it feel extra cozy, too. I'm excited. Are you traveling anymore this year? I am not. I'm not. Yeah, yes. I had to think about that for a second. I know. I'm kind of glad because um, for Christmas this year, uh, my brother and sister-in-law are coming to visit, which is going to oh, be fun. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday was my 24th flight of the year. Gosh, girl. Gosh, they, girl. Not, not one of them. Not one of them has been for leisure. They have only <laughs> been for work or health related. That. Wait, really? Yeah, because like you the haven't NI- gone like on a legit vacation. I've year? gone on a legit vacation, but it's been ca- but all it of them have been flying. car. Oh yeah, I've been mm. on quite a few fun things, but it's all car stuff, not flying. Wild! Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, you gotta make that a priority next year. Yeah, like, oh I am take a flying vacation. I am taking a, a few actually to see to see friends, including maybe maybe someone I'm speaking to at the moment. Ooh. Whoa, who's that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to next year. Next year will be that year. So that's going to be exciting. Very exciting. But we're excited because we're doing our... Okay, we have answered we've questions We've wanted to before. do this for a long time. Yeah, we have. We've answered questions before, but we've never done an actual fully dedicated Q&A episode. We asked you for questions and you delivered with some good ones. Thank you to yeah. people. Yeah. We only asked you a, a little few days in advance, but you you definitely delivered some good questions. Thank you to everyone who did. Yeah, and kind of across the board, we got some like disability related questions and some just more questions about things that we've talked about that we like. So yeah. I think it'll be a fun little mix. We're just gonna gonna pepper them in between each other to to mm-hmm. keep your attention coming yes keep you guessing we don't know <laughs> <laughs> yes yes we're okay. excited so would you like to begin sure um well i need to to get it okay so seeing it my way asked what electronic brand do you guys think has the best accessibility features um, and I think Cass, I, I know this is, I know this is personal preference, but this is this literally is your, <laughs> your profession. Like you have a professional opinion on this. You have a lot of experience in accessibility and you know more than most people. So I think well, your opinion holds, holds some weight. You're really building this up for I'm me sorry. to just reply <laughs> with Apple. Like, <laughs> Okay, and I so I've I have long time been an Apple girly. Um, so when I was like nine, my parents got uh, a family computer, which makes me sound old saying that, but like um, a family computer. <laughs> family, in yes. The, oh, yeah. That's in the how computer it was. room, aka yeah. the basement. Right. Um. So. They got a Mac because our Windows, I think, had some virus or something and died. Mm. So they got a Mac, and I remember it being like this, like this, this really big deal because it was going to be really different. But I remember very quickly, I, I just started playing with it, and I very much, you know, how you see like these days, kids with phones, and they just take to them. Yep. 
Oh, yes. I was I was always like that with tech. And mm. so I, I really took to this computer and I discovered it didn't take me very long to find. I, I wanted to play with all the settings. I wanted to change the colors of everything because I knew that that was something that I could do. And I stumbled on the Zoom feature just by happenstance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it like revolutionized my life. So I'm mm-hmm. able to use the computer and full screen Zoom since I was like really young. Um, and that's... That's how I use tech. We did a whole episode on like assistive tech, and um, I, I think I, I kind of had talked about this, where like it's like zo- viewing like a portion of your screen at a time, like it's almost like it, it's very quite literally magnifying into bits of your screen, and you can move your mouse around and pan on the screen. Mm-hmm. And I don't like I straight up don't know how other people use other people low vision use computers because like. I would have so much eye strain if I mm. weren't able to do that. So I I think that, like, the magnifier that's built into, like, Apple and iOS, meaning, like, iPhones, iPads, is... I've used the Android magnification. I've used, like, the Windows mag that's built in. I've used ZoomText. I just think the Mac one is far superior. Mm. ZoomText crashes my computer. Like, the other ones are kind of a little bit wonky. It's not as smooth. I just, I really like the Apple Zoom. Yeah. Um, I love that you, as a nine-year-old, it was pretty clear, <laughs> it was pretty clear what your career path would be just from that story. It, you can kind of see where you ended up oh, today. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. It makes a I lot of sense. I remember, actually, so there, yeah, there's a similar story to that where I remember I had... It was, like, one of the first touchscreen phones. Uh-huh. Um, and I was I was young when I had a phone. I, I think it was, like, 12 when I had this phone specifically. But I remember I learned how to, like, I figured out, again, on accident, but how to, like, enlarge the font on my texts. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I, like, ran to my mom. I was like, look at what I can do. I can make the font big. And she was like, have you ever considered going into <laughs> computers? Like, she literally told she me this. Knew. And I was, like, 12. Wow. So wait, was your first phone a touchscreen phone? It was not. Okay, okay. It was not. I had the little Firefly phone when I was young because my parents were like, okay, she can't see. and We need to pick her up from school and activities. Yeah. So she should have a device that we can help communicate with her, that we can find her. Mm -hmm. So I... Yeah, I had that tiny, tiny little phone. If anyone, like, remembers it, it had, like, the four buttons that you can call, like, your mom and your dad and, like, I five friends. I love that. I love that. <laughs> it's so, it was so cute. I, I loved it. it so much. Um, My answer would also be Apple, but unlike you, I did not have um, a Mac until college. Mm. Um, I was, we grew up as, like, PC people. Um, we, I had a Dell computer as like our family computer. And then I had a Dell laptop in high school. Um, and I don't know why I moved to Apple. I think, you know, you got a good deal for being a college student. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I needed a new laptop and I got a good deal for it. And it, it did take me like, you know, maybe a week to be like, ah, everything is different because it is, (laughs) it's an adjustment. But I, I really do think the accessibility features are great. And as far as the iPhone goes, it's pretty much all I could ever want. I've never used an Android, so I wouldn't know. So I I can't Mm. really be like the, you know, 
the authoritative voice uh, on this or whatever but but the iPhone does everything I need it to do and I really like the zoom feature on it and of course we are both speaking as people who mainly rely on zoom and we like you know people with less vision than us might do mostly voiceover um software and they don't use the zoom as much but for me I mostly am a zoom girl so um and by zoom I'm not talking about the video chat I feel oh like oh my gosh I know right it like that sounds really complicates like things I know I know so anyway I I love I love Apple too and I think you know I think mm-hmm. it's it's really changed my life I use my phone just all the time for things um it, it's really I really don't know what I would do without it <laughs> like yeah, I would have to no. have a lot of different tools exactly <laughs> like my phone is not only like my phone um, and my navigation device, but it's also like my magnifier. Like I don't have to carry a magnifier yeah. because I have my phone and I can use the magnifier yep. that's built into it that uses the camera. And yep. it's like, it's everything. I, I use the magnifier all the time. <laughs> it's amazing. Like yeah. how else can I read pieces of mail? Girl, I got a piece of, it's like re- relevant I got some mail from, like, the HOA, you know, and I was uh-huh. like, okay, what are they up to? And I was sitting next, like, my mom was visiting. I was sitting next to my mom, and I was reading this letter with my eyeballs, um, and the lighting was really good. Like, there was a lot of, um, like, there was a lamp, and, like, my dimmable light was, like, the brightest it could be. Girl, I just could not. I could not no. read that. I was like, yep. I... Yep. I got as far as I could. I was like, okay, my eyes hurt. It's phone time now. <laughs> yep. Yep. When it comes to medicine bottles, microwave instructions, receipts, like my phone. It's my phone, man. It's my phone. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Great question. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. For that question. So for our next question, Creative Vision Crochet asked, have you guys ever heard about the American Nystagmus Network? Great question. Um, I have heard, I think I have heard of it, yes. Um, but I really don't know much about it at all. I've never been involved in it. I, I'm i sure it's more broad because there are some people with just nystagmus who mm-hmm. uh, don't necessarily have another condition associated with it. And I think some people can also get nystagmus later in life or have, it could be like a neurological thing and like, um nystagmus the vision can also vary a lot so as we've talked about a lot on this podcast i've been pretty involved with um, noaa which is the albinism organization and the hps network and i think those are kind of the networks that i gravitate towards because it's just so specifically uh what Mm -hmm. we are going Mm -hmm. through um i know Cass has done a bit with the nfb and things like that but no, I haven't specifically been involved with the the Nystagmus Network, um, but I'm pretty sure I knew it existed. What about you? Yeah, I I am pretty much in the same boat. I think I think with us and and I don't want to ju- I don't want to speak for you, um, but at least for me, <laughs> I have so many problems. <laughs> <laughs> many different like health related issues that have cool orgs that support them and I'm really glad that those exist because those are really powerful community builders but I 
I I, tr- I have to pick carefully because mm. one only has so mm. much time and money to go to different conferences and meet people. And I'm sure yeah. it's it's another great community. Yeah. Um, I've just not had any experience because, like he said, we we tend to go more with like the like Noah and the HPS network. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, by the way, <laughs> we have Hermansky Pudlak syndrome. <laughs> Surprise if you're new here. Yeah. Um, so the Hermansky Pudlak Syndrome Network being like the org that supports us directly. And I've been involved with other orgs, like Case said. So I, I've i worked with the, the American Council of the Blind and the National Federation of the Blind. And they're great. Um, when I was an undergrad, I actually had applied and received scholarships from them um, to you know, finish my undergrad degree, which is really, really helpful. And they're really great orgs. And I've learned a ton being involved with them, especially because I, I mean, I really didn't have many opportunities to be with a lot of totally blind people or people yeah. who had less vision than me. I had been involved in like places like No and the HPS Network, but a lot of people see probably like us or a little bit better. Uh-huh. And so it was it was really and that's when I learned about guide dogs was actually because mm. I went to the ACB convention mm-hmm. and I started talking to people who had various degrees of, of like vision loss. And I was like, please tell me about your experience and how, how does a guide dog help you? And um, and that really was what kickstarted my journey. So I'm sure that like if we were involved with them, we would still get tremendous value because it's yeah. hard not to. Yeah. Um, but then we have our other, we have a bleeding disorder. We could get involved mm-hmm. with that. You have yep. Girls with Guts, which is for your ostomy. Yeah. And, right. Uh, and so I haven't things. been involved in Girls with Guts for many years because again, yeah. like well, one only has so much time, but they're right. a great org. Right. And then we have ATS, which is the American Thoracic yep. Society. There, I mean, <laughs> there's so many orgs, you guys. We have so many problems, you guys. We have so many problems. So many problems. So, yeah, there's just really not enough time in the day, is there, for all of our there, problems? There huh? really is not. There but, really is but not. <laughs> always like hearing about new places and. We hope that for those that are involved with the Nystagmus Association that you get, like, good community out of it. Absolutely. So we hope if if you that that asked that question, if you're involved, we hope that it's great. And uh, thank you for the question. It's a great one. Love it. We love it. Thank you so much. So. Some questions coming up about cartoons cartoons i know a lot of you are a lot of you probably aren't here for this so we can make this section a a little more brief (laughs) but actually some of you asked us questions about cartoons a little bit ago that we just never got around to answering so we figured we hope you're listening we figured we would just answer it here Two different people after our cartoon episode reached out and asked us about specific shows, um, if we had seen them or not. And so thank you for caring. Thank you for liking our cartoon episode because we had we so were, much fun. Well, and we love doing it, but we were like amongst ourselves. We were like, no one listened to this. We're positive no one listened to this. Right. We were positive. But, but then like two questions came in after we had yeah. already had that like conversation. Yeah. We were like, you know what? It may not be for everyone, but we love that it's for some of you guys and yeah. connected in that way. So you both were kind of asking, kind of listing a few shows, asking if we had seen them. So we can kind of just answer this quickly. I'll, I'll read Ashley Morgan's question first. Thank you, Ashley. Ashley asked, I'll read the full question first and then we can kind of answer 
as we go, okay? Or mm-hmm. after, we can answer after. So the full question is, have you watched She-Ra Princesses of Power, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, or the Barbie Life and the Dreamhouse series? So, and she, she also says they're all on Netflix and She-Ra is audio described. So let's answer that. Have we watched She-Ra Princesses of Power? Oh, yes. And yes. It, is on, it is on our list to do our little buddy watch with because yeah. I, I've seen this show like twice. It's so good. We, we have both watched it separately, but it, just not together. But it is phenomenal. Really great show. Oh, really great top show. Top to bottom. Like the character development. Yeah. The plot. It's just great. It's just so good. It's so good. The next one, My <laughs> Little Pony Friendship is Magic. We actually yes. just got done watching this together. <laughs> yes. And we had both watched it prior separately. Yes. But we just did a little buddy watch of it. Case was, was the one who had told me about My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. And I was going through like like a, a dark, dark time, time in my life. <laughs> I had just been hit by a car, and I was like, Casey, I need something uplifting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got you. And I think it did maybe help a little as it much as it could. very much helped, I gotta Good. say. I'm glad. I'm so glad. And then the third one is Barbie Life in the Dream House. I have watched this. I have um, not watched this. I watched it in college with my roommates, and it is such a riot. It's so funny. It's good. It's silly and kind of campy, but like in the best way. So maybe we'll add it to the list, Cass. We really should. I. It's funny. I love campy, though. It's funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a while and I'm, I might not have seen all of it, but I've seen enough to know that it's it's fun. So thank you for asking and thank you for like recommending them, too. We love that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And it's always also fun to provide these recs to our listeners who are also cartoon friends yeah um so kim messaged us thank you kim on insta and had mentioned some of her favorites after hearing the episode and she mentioned that um some of her favorites are like avatar the last airbender which we had talked about on our cartoons app which we Uh of course adore um, she also brought up Sheer and the Princesses of Power. So it's definitely, it's like, rest assured, it is absolutely on our list. And we'll yes. have to reprise the, the cartoon uh, when we have a few more <laughs> cartoons to talk about. Yeah, we have two more since, we have two more series that we've watched since the cartoon episode. So we're we're well on our way to mm, doing it. Mm-hmm. Doing we're going to start a third one in, like, the next we days. We are. We are. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Um, Kim also mentioned The Legend of Korra, the sequel to <gasps> the Avatar The Last Airbender series. Yes. We have both separately watched The Legend of Korra. We have not done it for our buddy watch. I really enjoy it. I definitely enjoy Avatar The Last Airbender a good bit more, which I think is kind of most people's opinion. Yeah, but, I'm, I'm um, with that too. Tenzin is like a huge... <laughs> <laughs> the character of Tenzin is a huge fictional crush for me. It's, it's very in line with a lot of Casey's fictional crushes. Though. 100%. I won't out you further, but I just I love that so much. So like Tenzin love, is I, very attractive. I love though. Tenzin, and I think the other best part of Korra is um, seeing all the Avatar gang. Like seeing yeah. all those flashbacks. I mean, there's a lot to love about Korra. It's fun. It's fun. It really is. Um, and she did ask, have if either of us have seen Kipo and the, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts, 
which I think I've seen like adverted to me on Netflix. I've seen, I think, the pilot. I've seen one episode and I, I didn't not continue because I didn't like it. You can ask Cass. I do this a lot. I'll kind of start yeah. on something and then not. <laughs> yeah. So I do need to give it like a go, like I, an actual shot. But I know mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, I do know of it. And so that thank you for that recommendation. Yeah. And then the last one was um, The Dragon Prince, which I've also seen recommended to me on Netflix because I watch a lot of cartoons. I have seen this. I've seen. Oh, it's really good. So it's the creators. Is it really? Yes, it is Ooh. very good. It's the creators of Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, and I. Ooh. So this is what happened with The Dragon Prince. I watched the whole first season. I really enjoyed it. And then it took such a long time for the second season to come out that by the time it did, I thought, oh, I need to start it over again. So I remember and then I never did. But there's a good deaf representation in it. There's a deaf character. Is there really? Uh Uh-huh. That's Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, that's what that stands out to me. So, so yeah. I love that. Bonus question. So thank you so much, Kim, for those recommendations. I would love to watch those. Um, What bonus question from me, Cass, uh, your Uh co-host. Uh-huh. is are there any cartoons that you have watched on your own that are, have not been mentioned that you have enjoyed lately? Well, Cass, I'm glad you asked. I yeah, know you're welcome. I know <laughs> that this is not it's not on my own, but I did want to say that Cass and I just finished watching Hilda together. Yes. And I I just want to take this moment to recommend Hilda <laughs> to anyone listening. Hilda is on Netflix. It is audio described. It is, it is such a treat. It is a treat. It is mm. wonderful, magical, glorious. I can't sing its praises enough. If you emphasis seen on it. the magical too. It's like yeah, it's, it's magical. It's very cottage core like mm-hmm. got magic in the world and kind of coming of age and the beautiful fall toned color palette yeah um and lovely music like man it just it's great so amazing to watch and i know you just finished a cartoon that was a fun i did i did so i watched this show so my mom teaches high school and her students were talking about this show called miraculous tales of ladybug and cat noir and I was like, okay, sure. I'll give this a whirl. I love animation. And it's like computer animated. Um, you know what? I got really into this show. Like at first I was, I it. it took a little bit of a slow burn. And it's it's kind of a, it starts a little formulaic. And it kind of is. Um, superhero show where the two main characters are teens. And they've got like secret identities. And you're like, okay, this is fine. But the plot does thicken, and I was already just kind of... It's simple, and the characters I found pretty endearing anyway. So I just, like, I got so into it to the point where, like, the Netflix version of this show is not the same as, like, the Disney Plus version of this show, surprisingly. So, like... The Disney Plus one is the, I think, more of the complete story. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going to watch it, do it there. And they have AD on Disney Plus. It's also dubbed. So originally, I think it's French. So it kind of watches like an anime. But okay. you know what? I really enjoyed that show. And I kind of miss it because it was really good background watch, Aww, too. Oh, that's great. So for any of you who it. like cartoons, there are some recs for you. 
Absolutely. So away from cartoons, we do have other questions. We do. So we'll start with Scott sent us two questions. Thank you, Scott. I'll start with your first one. Do you have any funny or embarrassing stories using speech-to-text software or autocorrect where something might have been misinterpreted or misunderstood in a text message? That's a good one. That's that a good That is a question. good one. I feel like everyone's had that. I, I think for sure. You know, I couldn't think of a great story or a great moment off the top of my head, but I will say one of my closest friends and my brother-in-law have nearly identical names. <laughs> oh, um, no. So we have Mitchell Goddard and Michelle Godbold. No. Well, <laughs> so her name is actually changed now. Thank goodness, because she got married. Thank you for getting married, Michelle. Um, <laughs> it's personally beneficial to I, you. <laughs> I had them in my phone with their first and last names. And, you know, people do nicknames sometimes in the phone, but mostly I just have first and last names. I'm kind of boring like that. And there were many times <laughs> there were many times I would te try to text one and I would text the other or like one of them would text me something and I'd be like, that's weird for them to text me that. And then I would realize it was the other person or, <laughs> you know, like and I just I know that that's not what you asked, Scott, exactly. But it is kind of a visual like mistake because like their names kind of it kind of like shows how we actually read because we just see yeah. like the shape of words and we're like, that looks like that person's name. Right. And really, we're not actually seeing all the letters in the word. We're seeing like the shape of the word. And so I've had many funny moments texting them. And I think I finally did change her last name to her new last name in my phone. So it's fine now. But with with both of them being people who are like often at the top of my text list, I thought that was kind of a funny thing to share. And I just I out them. I just like outed their full names. So don't go stalk <laughs> them, I guess. But whoops. Um, I don't like I really can't think of so I don't use a lot of speech to text because if I'm going to send a long message, I'm going to call someone or I, audio or memo, voice, voice memo text voice memo. Texts. Um, now, I will say the so in the new iOS update, voice memos now come with transcripts, which <laughs> I think is really funny because I'll, like, sometimes I'll skim a transcript, which it comes in, like, the... So, if you have the font enlarged on your phone, you'll be able to, like, the, the font enlarges on the transcripts, too. So, if I can't hear Casey's message, I'll, like... <laughs> it's 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 usually you, because, like, the other people who would send me voice memos haven't, like, updated their phones. And so, yeah. like, it, yeah. you're the only one that I can use it with for now. That's so cool. Um, but, like, I'll, like, skim through the transcript and be, like... What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What is she saying? And like, um, I think like I'm trying to think of an example too because I I I read this question yesterday and I really couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. I have an example. I, I don't want to cut you off, but I have. Oh one. no! Please cut! Please cut me so, off. So Cassandra recently was talking about Cartier, which is a uh, jewelry brand and <laughs> like a fine jewelry brand, and it said cartoon in there. Yes. That's the best correction. Which, which is so funny have. because we love cartoons. We just <laughs> talked about cartoons. And you said oh like, you know, you were talking about it. And it said cartoon. And I knew what you meant. 
But sometimes I do so the same good. thing. I like read. I know. Isn't that a good one? I thought. I, and I never told you. So now I'm telling you now. Like I never got oh, to tell that's, you that. And that's I thought it was favorite. so funny. <laughs> because like, of course, the, of course, the text to speech is not going to know what Cartier is. I mean, like, it's going to be yeah, like car, right. cart something. <laughs> Cartoon. <Yeah. laughs> Cartoon, <laughs> definitely cartoons. <laughs> They're probably talking correct. like our phones are like scrambling. They're probably talking about cartoons. Right, the AI in our phone yeah. is terrified. Yeah. And then sometimes I don't know it's what like, she said. Like sometimes it's weirdly good though, where you're like, wow, it True. got it got that really random word that yeah. So. Yeah, or like it'll sometimes get people's names and spell them right, and I wonder yeah. if it's because it's in my phone. Oh, freaky! I don't know. <laughs> No, you're right. You're no. right. But that isn't actually a really, that's a, a really funny thing to bring up, though, because it's true. And you should try it out if you update your phone and you send voice yeah, text. Yeah, it is really awesome. And, like, it is accessible with, you know, voiceover. So if you are a voiceover user, you can, like, tap into the transcript and, uh-huh. like, hear it read out even. Uh-huh. Um, the benefit of that over just listening to the voice memo is that, like, if you're, if you're, a skilled voiceover user. I'm not, but I just I I know about it from work. Um, you can you can have it read like sentences at a time where you can speed up the the reading speed, which mm. you you couldn't do if you were like just listening to the transcript, or you can navigate by like sentences or by words, or um, and it's easier to like if you if you want to rewind, it's like harder to do that on voicemails i don't know anyway so you know bonus of updating your phone (laughs) so we have a question from noah and we do we have two questions from noah and two questions from scott so we're kind of alternating so one of noah's questions is which is this is a really good and very loaded question when do you disclose your blindness versus masking? I'm in my job app era right now. <laughs> which, honestly, first of all, thanks for asking this question. But also, I'm so sorry. Job applications can be rough. So yeah, yeah. you have our condolences. <laughs> yeah. So based on that, I'm assuming Noah is talking about in the context of a job. But we can I think so. We can kind of answer it both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go first? It's uh, it's just like where do you begin? Um, I think in terms of jobs, um, I I think I choose more if I had to choose between masking and disclosing. I would lean more toward disclosure. Mm-hmm. Mostly because of the nature of the work that I do. Um, since I'm involved in accessibility, it does, you know, there are people who are in the accessibility field that don't have disabilities. So I think it it adds on, for me personally, it adds on to my, I guess, credentials as someone mm-hmm. who knows about accessibility and also has lived experience needing accessibility accommodations. Um, that I'm in this field and so I can provide like just extra context that other people might not know. That being said though, I have, before I was in the accessibility field, um, I was applying to just like software development jobs and I, I have a guide dog 
so there's only so much masking that yeah. I can really do in an interview setting. Um, at that point, I just kind of lean in and, you know, I don't make it my whole personality. Um, but it is there and I try to, like, address the elephant in the room because I have a guide dog and I can't make her disappear. <laughs> right. Right. And even if you don't have a guide dog, if you have nystagmus, nystagmus is mm-hmm. one of those weird things where, like, sometimes it's really obvious to people and sometimes it's not at all. But I wouldn't want someone to think I'm, like, high or, yeah, like, ha- like. A lot of people, if they see nystagmus and they and they don't know what's going on, they could they could think you're nervous or you're under the influence of something or like you don't want people to get the wrong idea. Um, I'm I'm kind of a I lean toward disclosing as well. And the older I get, the more even just in life, even if we're not talking about mm-hmm. work, even just in life, I just don't care anymore. Like I just say it, uh, like I get it out of the way because um, it clears up a lot of confusion. Uh, in general and also you don't have to disclose that you're blind but if you're gonna need accommodations in the job anyway you're gonna have to let them know at some point anyway and most of the time we will need accommodations or it's just good to let people know in case a situation does come up later where you might not need accommodations at first but you might need them later and you might not want to be in an awkward position but I kind of have trouble giving people advice about that because it you know it really is a person by person choice and I I have Mm -hmm. disclosed it before and I've gotten myself in a bad situation from that once where I was discriminated against and we talk about that in our jobs episode if you want to listen (laughs) we did a whole episode on that um, where we kind of talk about this more but um, I think disclosing for me feels it feels right and it kind of gets my nervousness out of the way I feel better after letting them know yeah yeah I it's about nystagmus it makes me think um the blind influencer youtuber molly burke posted a real the other like recently she was she also has nystagmus uh with a different eye condition and she was like it's funny because i've talked to people and it seems like it's either the first thing people notice about me or the very last thing that people notice about me yep um and and it really it really is like that and it it does depend on, I think, the field that you're in because, Case, you were, you were, uh, you've been in acting spaces, and I think oh. like that's way more noticed. Yes, there. absolutely. Because when you're acting, like, especially if you're being critiqued on purpose, you know, they're gonna nitpick everything about how you look, and mm-hmm. they're gonna notice it. Like, they're gonna notice it way more than maybe if you're just talking to someone because they're looking at, right at you. You know, it's not. Yeah. I feel like when you're kind of just having a conversation with. Someone, you're obviously not making eye contact the entire time. Like, you're going to look away. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, in the acting space, it was noticed a lot more. Um, So I think think it really does depend, like, the field that you're in. Yeah, that's true. If you you do really want to mask for, you know, your own privacy, there are spaces where you could probably get away with it easier than others. But I would choose your battles carefully is my advice. And... I mean, the times I do find myself masking, it's funny. Either when I'm with strangers, it's either like fully in or fully out yes. in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. Like I either just mask to the point that like nobody knows um, or or like doesn't seem to notice because it's a short time and I may never run into these people again. Yeah. Or if I'm somewhere like the airport where I know I'm going to need maybe more assistance, 
I will very much disclose and I will be, you know, I kind of lean into the the blindness more um, because I want assistance. Yep. It's so true. It's so true. You can you can lean into it more. You can play that blind card a bit if you have to, you know, just saying. But great question, Noah. Thank you. We will come. Best of luck with your job apps. Yes. We will come back to your question. So, um then we have Scott's other question, which is a two-parter. The first question Ooh. is for me, and the second question is for you. Um, okay. First question is for Casey. I know you're a fan of This Lucy. is very much for Casey. <laughs> I love I'm so this. sorry. I, I had love, dinner. <laughs> I love this so much. I know you're a fan of Lucy Maud Montgomery and her novel, Anne of Green Gables, set in Prince Edward Island. I was wondering if the island would be on your vacation bucket list. If so, what would you hope to experience or do during your visit? And then the part two of that question is for Cassandra. Cassandra, if you ever had the opportunity to visit a novel, uh, like a location from a novel or, or setting... Sorry, what novel... Sorry, I'm just going to say that again. What novel, location, or setting would be on your vacation bucket list? And what would you like to do or experience there? That's a fun question. I love that. So, so yes, for those of you who don't know, Anne of Green Gables is set on Prince Edward Island, which is in Canada. And Scott... This is 100% a bucket list item for me. Oh, my gosh. I have wanted to go there for a long time. And there are so many things I would want to do. There are so many locations in the book that she talks about. Uh, She, Anne, is a very imaginative character. So she kind of makes stories about different locations. Like there's the Lake of Shining Waters and there's the Haunted Woods. And there uh, is Lover's Lane and there's all these places. And they're like real places. They're real places that you can go see. And even Green Gables is a real house that you can go tour. I think... Ellen Montgomery's grave is there. I think they have like a bunch of stuff for the fans of Anne. Um, so yeah, I would love it. And also it's just like a beautiful place too. Um, and I even have read that there's like, I think like a tea party there, which is like so me. So I love that. I would love to do that, Scott. It actually has always been somewhere I would love to go. So thank you for asking. Cass. So to my part of this question, when I, I, when I was in like middle grades, I don't remember how old I was, but I read this book. Is it a very great book? I don't really know. I think I reread it a couple of years ago, Um, but it's called Every Soul a Star. But like the, the setting of this, it's like rotating third person perspective narration. So (laughs) there are like three different main teen characters that all kind of cross paths on this like basically big ranch type it's not even like a farm but I think it's up in like the middle of nowhere and I don't even remember where it is it's I think it actually might also be in Canada um where the the people who like run this compound are like astronomers and the climax of this book takes place around a solar eclipse and i was always really really wanting to see a solar eclipse after i read that book because the way that it was described i feel like the author probably had an experience like it and centered a novel around it the way it's described is just so it's like there's like this moment in the eclipse where like 
uh, they call it the ring of diamonds, I think, where it's like beams of light that are like around the the hidden sun. Oh. And like they're like the the lawn or wherever you're standing is like dotted with lights and it's very like ethereal and it sounds so cool. Oh, like Did you see the one in 2017? So it didn't pass over where I was, oh. but there's going to be a, a, a like Dayton uh which is close to where my like where I grew up. They're going to be in the region of totality, which is kind of insane because eclipses will happen just wherever. You can be, like, in a boat in Argentina and see an eclipse. Like, you kind of have to go far. But the fact that it's going over basically right. Oh, my gosh. When is this? It's right after the conference, too. So we're, like, trying to leave and get back. (gasps) Wow. I wish, like, my dream would have been, because, like, it's just, it's a lot to coordinate. My dream would have been... To, like, have someone who had, like, a nice telescope with the with the solar filters and stuff that I could have, like, really seen it. But I still feel like experiencing it would be really, really cool. Oh. So I don't want to miss the eclipse. Well, that's so cool. I love that yeah. answer. I also, I don't want to, like, add on another answer since mine was very specific. But I will say, I would like to go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. <laughs> Yeah, we were just talking about this, yeah, too, because, we like, re- I don't know, Casey's rereading the books. I rewatched the movies. It was good for the season. Yeah. And I would love, yeah, we were talking about, like, trying to make that happen together. I feel like it'd be super fun. Just I went saying. a few years ago. It was, it was really, it was a blast. Amazing. I had such a good time. Amazing. Thank you, Scott, so, for your questions. We love it. Thank you so much, Scott. And I love, can I just say that that I love that Scott knows you that well. I know. I feel so That seen. he would ask a question like this. I was like, if I get to talk about Anne, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I mean, hey, if we do another Q&A, for sure be like on the lookout. Our last question is really quick, though, also from Noah. Um, barely a question, but I want to talk sports. Cass, <laughs> do you still run since high school cross country? And the answer is no, I do not. <laughs> but hey, look I at how, look at Thank how, you, Noah. look at how well no one knew you to know that That's you used to true. run cross country. Yeah. For those, again, Thanks, this Noah. is new knowledge for you. I used to run cross country from seventh grade through 11th grade. That's a long time. Um, That's a long time. It was a long time. I also ran track eighth grade. So, um, no. So, um, a glimpse into my cross country career. Um, <laughs> you know, I, so this is very accurate to my life as a person. Um, I, I'm not the initiator, but if a friend asks me to do something, I will, like, move heaven and earth in order to do you that do. thing. Uh-huh. Which is very so, Wing 7. Enneagram Wing 7. Of oh. You. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, I had a friend who was uh, in eighth grade when I was in seventh grade. And she was like, hey, I'm on the cross-country team and I'm the only girl. You should join. And I didn't know what cross-country was. And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> there you go. So I I was not a good runner. I hated exercise. I told my parents I was going to do this, and they were like, "You hate exercise." <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did it, and and I did get 
pretty good. I, I got pretty decent. I got to, the, like, my best time on a 5K was, like, 23 minutes. Nice. Which is, like, an eight-minute mile for three miles, which I felt really good about. And I wanted to continue improving on that. Um, that was my freshman year of high school was when I was able to hit that time. And I was finally getting somewhere with it. And then I I was diagnosed with Crohn's. Mm. And I had to be, uh, for the like, the last two years, my sophomore and junior years um, on the team, I was on a lot of meds every time the season rolled around. And it really affected my my stamina. It changed my body. It was really difficult to run after that. Like, I was on steroids for a while. And, like, the the heart palpitations that I had Ooh. while I was running. Like, I was, Ooh, I was that's like. scary. It was, it was, and it was painful. Yeah, so right. So, it was unfortunate. So, I that's why I didn't run my senior year. Because I was just, I wanted to. But my health was not. It was just not fit for it. Um, yeah, yeah. And they still let me letter, which was really nice of them Aww. because I had been on the team for so long. But I don't. Um, and I've been in, in, in more stable health since then, of course. Um, I There were a few times that I would go running in college. But um, now since I got hit by a car, I can't really run well anymore. Mm-hmm. My knees are... Not fit for it. And running is pretty strenuous on your knees Joints, anyway. But yeah. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's tough. But if I'm yeah. going to exercise, it's still probably cardio. And my machine of choice is the elliptical. Yeah. I like bouncing. I <laughs> so. I love cardio, but I have never run in my entire life. And I don't <laughs> think I would. I don't. I can't. I can't physically run. Like, I can't actually do it. Like, I can maybe <laughs> yeah. do it for like one minute and then I'm done. I'm convinced that if any if anyone was as whiny of a kid as I was and I could still like learn to run. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I would have to I like really really build up to it. I've always wanted to do like some kind of uh race for charity or something, you know. That's fun. But like But no. you exercise. Like you've got your stationary I bike. I exercise and I have even a treadmill walking pad thing, but I just I I'm a brisk walker and I enjoy that and I You walk fast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And on my on my on my like walking pad, I call it a walking pad instead of a treadmill because it's not a full blown treadmill. It's just like a walking pad. But on there, I go really Isn't it like the conveyor part of the treadmill? Yeah, it's just the bottom part. Um okay. I go really fast. I just don't I'm not running. I wouldn't consider it running. Right. Does that make sense? So right, because you're not like lifting your knees high enough, I guess. Or I'm to, not even like lifting. I'm not lifting my feet off the ground either, like at all. Yeah. 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 So I I I've tried to run. It's not a fun situation for me. Yeah. Um, not that he was. At, hope- not that Noah. Uh, was asking me but you know it's fine uh, no no I, I wanted you to answer and Noah I, I I wish I wish I could have more context because I, I wish I knew what sports you were involved in as yeah, well but yeah. we do not I have you, you have you ever done any other sports I've never played a sport in my life except you've never played like an organized sport I have even never, when you were like a kid I have never once except cheerleading even oh, like wow. if you consider that I, I would consider cheerleading a sport when it when it gets like into the, the more harder stuff. But when I was a kid, it was like clapping our hands like 
Oh, I, I did that too. So that's all. I'm, that is the only, because I did so much like singing and acting in theater. Mm. I didn't have, I didn't have time for anything else. That took up all my time, which I was happy to, for it to take up all my time because I was not athletic at all. You did, did you do dance as a kid? Yes. And I was terrible, okay, terrible. <laughs> I did gymnastics. I did dance and gymnastics. Okay. See, gymnastics is sport though. Um, I was tragically bad at it <laughs> tragic tragically bad tragically bad tragically bad uh, <laughs> i i did i did soccer actually i don't know why i played soccer, soccer. i think it was cuz my brother played soccer yeah um but i think when i decided that i no longer wanted to, so i did soccer camp a few times during the summers um i did Kind of thing. Um, I did gymnastics a little bit too. Yeah. I I also did dance, but I think when I decided that I didn't want to play soccer anymore was when I realized just truly how how blind I am. Oh. Um, I was I was on an indoor soccer league. Um, I think I was like nine, and um, it was a very vi- it's a very vivid memory. Where I'm just kind of standing, vibing, you know, mm-hmm. and my eyes register just a little too late that there is a ball headed exactly for the uh, center of my face. Oh no! So I don't remember what on it it hit, but it did involve bleeding, and I think I was like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm good." Oh, I don't no. know if it cut my lip or like or like my nose or something, oh, but. No. It wasn't great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I feel like we reference The Princess Diaries nearly every other episode on this podcast. But if anybody has seen The Princess Diaries... When, I love The Princess when Diaries. When Mia is in P.E. And she's trying to... Just just, kick, just catch one, Mia. Just catch one. <laughs> that's me. Like, my P.E. teacher hated me. Like, I was hated. <laughs> That is Mia is me. I felt seen when I saw that in the movie. I was like, that's me. I love her. I love the Princess Diaries. So I love that. So if, if another recommendation. If you haven't watched it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you haven't watched it in the last few months, you should you go should and go fix again. That. You really should. It's just wonderful. And so, so good. I think that's those are it. all of our questions. Yeah. This was so fun. This was a blast. I would love to do this again in the future, maybe next year or something. So if you've got questions, do send them our way. Um, And we'll try to, you know, if you ask them now, we'll probably, we can answer them in the beginning of the following episodes or whatever. But we can also save them for a future Q&A if if you guys like it and want to do it again. That's true. Thank you so much to everyone who submitted and we hope you enjoyed it. We did. We we know we did. <laughs> it's like a very niche Hillary Duff reference Sorry. that Casey Sorry. and I make to each we other. We quote it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you in two weeks. And if you're in, uh, well, if you're in the U.S., yeah, um, this next week that this episode comes out is Thanksgiving. So oh, enjoy happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving and I hope that you eat food and Give have a, just a lovely little time off and feel gratitude. Yes, feel that gratitude. Woo! All right. Bye! Bye.